Well, hey, doll. Hey, doll. I'm your host, Cynthia. And I'm your host, Paula. And we are Dolls Dolls and and Doom. And before we get into this episode, I just have to tell you, this is our second time with Paula telling us this story because we just recorded it and realized we weren't actually recording. Yeah, so luckily we didn't get very far, so... So if that tells you anything about the kind of day we're having over here. <laughs> right. Day week. <laughs> All right. Shoot, Paula. Okay. So I was doing a little ghost digging, and I came across an interesting place. It's called the Monta Vista Hotel. Have you heard of it? I don't think I have. Okay. Well, get ready for another ghost story. Oh, Paula is our resident ghost gal. The Hotel Monte Vista towers over Aspen Avenue and San Francisco Street in Flagstaff, Arizona. It's just off historical Route 66. In the mid-1920s, tourism was on the rise and the locals felt that they should have first-class accommodations. The hotels they did have were old and falling into disrepair. Construction began for the 73-room structure. It incorporated the post office and the newspaper company. It was originally named the Community Hotel in honor of all the townspeople that helped build it. That's nice. Yeah. The Grand Hotel opened New Year's Day in 1927. After winning a contest, a young boy named the hotel Monte Vista, which means Mountain Views. Wow, that's a smart little kid. Yeah. And I don't know if you've been to Arizona, but it's tons of mountains. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Very scenic. I love it. In the early 1960s, Monte Vista was sold to a private investor. It's still one of the oldest hotels in Flagstaff and is on the U.S. Register of Historic Places. In 1927, Mary Costigan was only the second woman in the world to be given a radio broadcasting license. Oh my goodness, wow, that's cool. I know, right? Woman power. Yahoo! Originally from Detroit, she and her husband moved to Flagstaff to help her brother John and his partner run the Majestic Opera House. After many years, John fell ill and Mary took over the business. She set up a 25-watt station backstage at the Majestic, which is now the Orpheum Theater. Isn't that crazy? Very cool. Yeah. Mary moved her broadcast to the Monte Vista Hotel in 1929, and more than 400 locals showed up, kicking off her broadcast with a powerful 100-watt show which aired three hours a day. I can barely get 30 minutes out of my episodes. I can't imagine doing three hours. Wow. And we just do it once a week, let alone every day. Every day. I would love to, like, find a recording of this. Yeah. That would just be cool to, like, what did they talk about? What did they – did they play music? Did they just talk? You know, what was a 1920-something radio talk show like? I'm done by a woman. Right. I think I'll do some research and see if I can find yeah, one. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I can play a snippet. Yeah. The hotel was a premier spot for Hollywood celebrities in the 40s and 50s. There were many famous people who stayed at the Monte Vista Hotel, such as Bob Hope, Bing Crosby, Zane Gray, who was an American writer, John Wayne, Susie Sue, who was lead vocals in Susie and the Banshees, Michael Stipe, who was lead vocals in R.E.M., Michael J. Fox, John Bon Jovi, and political figures like George Babbitt, who was a Flagstaff governor and a major political influencer. The Cocktail Lounge opened during Prohibition under the disguise of a newspaper publishing company. It was rumored that it was actually a speakeasy 
and held a major bootlegging operation. It was forced to shut down, but it reopened two years later when Prohibition ended. The underground tunnels were rumored to have been built by Chinese immigrants. The tunnels wound their way from Northern Arizona University all the way through downtown Flagstaff. Monte Vista is not the only one with access to the tunnels. Other businesses did as well. In the early 1900s, there was a devastating fire that damaged many buildings in downtown Flagstaff. The Chinese migrant workers were blamed due to their cooking and cleaning habits. They ended up using the tunnels to get around the town in order to avoid harassment. That's very clever. It is. And it's also, I'm like imagining being able to like go all over a city through underground tunnels. Yeah. It sounds like the Magic Kingdom because they have that as well. And they're, and they're stinky. Oh my gosh. See, okay. I've always heard about the Magic Kingdom tunnels. Uh, never been in one. Do, is it really like a dark, dinky tunnel? Does it yes. feel like you're in a tunnel? I mean, there's lights. Mm-hmm. We have Pargos because they are miles and miles because it's under the Magic Kingdom. Right. It's for cast members only. Uh-huh. And so you get on the bus and you get your costume for the day. Then you get on a different bus and it takes you to the backstage. And then you literally walk down the tunnel through wherever and then up through the stairs into your store or your attraction. Really? Yeah. So every store, every attraction has access to a tunnel? Not every single store, but so you just go to the door with the staircase that is the closest to where you specifically work. Okay. So anytime I see one of the characters or something like that, like saying goodbye and exiting like through a door, mm-hmm. like on a storefront or something, a faux storefront or... Right. That's probably the entrance to a tunnel? Yes, most likely. Okay. Like in Toontown, they are not underground, but... You know, you walk two miles in the opposite direction and those people that work in that store or restaurant or whatever have to go downstairs and under the tunnel. Something I've always heard about being a Floridian but yeah. never actually seen. Sounds very cool and exciting to me. It's really not. It's stinky <laughs> because they have like garbage down there. There's garbage things. And of course they get cleaned out right. you know, at least once a day. But throughout the day, people bring like big bags of garbage down to the tunnel. and Right. There are certain spots where it really smells bad. I can imagine. Not great <laughs> ventilation underground. Exactly. So they ended up using these tunnels to get around the town in order to avoid harassment. It's also rumored that the larger alcoves in the tunnel have been used to house shady side businesses like opium dens, gambling rooms, and moonshine distilleries. I love a good moonshine distillery. <laughs> you and me both, girl. <laughs> Gatlinburg, Tennessee's got one. I know. <laughs> I have a t-shirt and like a little shot glass that's shaped like a, a jug. Uh-huh. Love it. I get moonshine every time, but I never drink it. Oh, see, I, we do. I'm not a huge drinker. Not that you are, but like, you know. I've gonna... been known to toss back a few. <laughs> I highly recommend. It's the salted caramel. Okay. It's so nice and sweet. We can cannot try some when we're done. Oh, okay. All right. Because <laughs> we every time we go, we get one. Uh-huh. So there was always one in our okay. fridge. So with such a colorful history, it's no wonder that the Monte Vista is known for its hauntings. In room 220, there was a long-term renter. I don't know how this was allowed, but he would hang raw meat from the chandelier. Wow. Like drying it out? Like making jerky or something? I guess so. I <laughs> Or was it just a strange fetish? I, I, your guess is Ooh. as good as mine. Okay. <laughs> so in the early 1980s, the meat man was found dead in his room three days after his death. I'm guessing they couldn't really smell him because of all the meat. 
That's just my guess. <laughs> so not long after, a maintenance worker was doing some repairs in room 220. He needed to get a fixture, so he turned off the lights, locked the door behind him, and left. He returned just a few minutes later, and all the lights were on, and the TV was on at full volume, and all the linens on the bed had been ripped to shreds and were scattered all over the room. Wow. Yeah. To this day, it's the norm for the TV to turn on and off by itself and feeling cold male hands touching you as you sleep. Ew. Okay. Mm-hmm. Room 305 is the most active. It once housed another long-term renter. She would sit in her rocking chair by the window for hours on end. There have been both guests and housekeepers that have reported seeing the rocking chair move on its own and knocking coming from inside the closet. No one knows who or what she was looking for. Perhaps she was waiting for someone to return. Room 306 has a dark past. And side note, some of the big-time celebrities have actually had rooms named after them. So room 306 is also called the John Bon Jovi Room. So many years ago in Flagstaff, the red light district was just south of the railroad tracks and just two blocks from the Monta Vista Hotel. In the early 1940s, two prostitutes were brought to room 306. And during their visit, they were both murdered and thrown out the window. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And in case you're wondering, 306 is on the third floor. Numerous guests have reported being awakened in the middle of the night and unable to get back to sleep. They said they felt like someone was watching them. Most of these guests were male and also said they felt hands on their mouth and throat and couldn't breathe. Those girls are some angry ghosts. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I don't blame them. With good reason. Yeah. You're going to murder me and throw my body out the window? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Monta Vista guests have reported a knock on their door and then a muffled voice saying, room service. But when they open the door, it's just an empty hallway. Some guests have even seen a figure dressed like a bellboy standing outside room 210. Actor John Wayne stayed in this room and said the bellboy seemed to be friendly and he was not at all threatened by his presence. Frequent reports of housekeeping state seeing a young male in an old-fashioned red coat with brass buttons walking up and down the hallway. Ooh. One of the most disturbing encounters is the sound of a baby crying in the basement. There's no known story or history of a baby being stuck in the hotel basement. However, the sound of the cries are so real that the laundry and maintenance workers have run up the stairs to escape the sound. Also in the basement is the shadow man. He is a six-foot apparition and enjoys intimidating people. He has made himself known to repairmen and delivery drivers. No one knows his story, but he's one of the more frightening ghosts. He sounds scary. Yeah, something that tall, just by itself. Yeah. Well, and then coupled with the sound of a crying baby. Like, I love kids. I love my kids. I love motherhood. But, oh my gosh, a crying baby is like nails on a chalkboard to me. Mm -hmm. the sound, I hate the sound of crying. Ooh, that yeah. would be like my idea of torture. Yeah, it's one thing in, <laughs> when it's your kid, baby. but when you're out in a public and someone else's kid is crying, I'm just like, oh my gosh, leave, uh, leave the store. Please leave the store. See, I prefer it to be somebody else's. When it's my kid, it's like, oh my gosh, shush. How's your mouth? Oh, when yeah. The embarrassment factor. Yeah, when it's somebody else's kid, I'm like, oh, thank God that's not my kid. Yeah. 
Right. <laughs> well, being a child-free person, uh-huh. I'm always like, oh, my God, please leave. Yes. Please, just, just take it outside <laughs> until it calms down. <laughs> okay. So a mutual friend of ours, every time we would go to lunch, if anybody walked in with a kid, like, under the age of even five, you know who I'm talking about. Yes, I do, because <laughs> we're a lot alike. <laughs> She'd be like, why is that kid here? This is not the kind of place you take a child. It is nap time. Oh, great. Here goes our man. <laughs> yep. I've said those exact words. Oh, my goodness. Every time one of my kids acts up in a public place, I think of this person. This person. <laughs> and think, oh, thank God she's not here. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. But when you don't have kids, you don't really get it. And it's not that she's not right. It's just as a parent, you know, you can't really control them. <laughs> right. Right. I can tell them to be quiet. And a lot of times that just makes them scream louder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're good people. We Very good people. Can't tolerate children that don't behave. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and most children don't behave always. Right. Yeah. I have literally moved places in a restaurant. I'm like, oh, no, they're sitting right next to us. Let's go. <laughs> Let's move way over there. Or if they're already sitting, I'm like, all right, let's go on the other yeah, side. Can we not be here? Yeah. yeah. Can, can we not be that close? So here's a happy story. On many occasions, the lounge staff and guests have witnessed a ghostly couple dancing in the cocktail lounge. They're always described as smiling and laughing and eternally dancing. Oh, that's nice. It's nice to know that some ghosts are happy. Yeah. <laughs> some are. They're not all going to be mean. Some are happy and with their loved ones. Exactly. In 1970, three men robbed a bank nearby. One of the robbers was shot by a bank guard, but they were successful and made it out. Even though one robber was seriously injured, they stopped in for a celebratory drink in the Monta Vista Cocktail Lounge. However, the gunshot wound was more serious than they realized and the robber bled out and died before he could finish his drink. Well, that is the real tragedy. <laughs> right, right. I can't. Two sips and I'm dead? Come on. That's not fair. <laughs> Ever since then, staff and guests feel like the dead robber is one of the many ghosts haunting the hotel. One manager says that when he opens the bar every day, he's greeted by a disembodied voice saying hello or good morning. People have also seen barstools and drinks move on their own. Guests have reported feeling a presence when having a drink in the lounge. There have been so many ghostly accounts in the hotel, like shootings, drunken bar fights, and even cowboys on horseback in the lobby, that they can't say for sure who the polite spirit is. There are many haunted happenings in the hotel. These ghosts make noise, move furniture around, and will suddenly appear. You will experience phantom footsteps, faceless voices whispering in your ear, or might even feel a touch. Staff at the front desk say the ghosts will ring the lobby telephone and knock things over. There are countless reports of people hearing music on the second floor lobby, but there's no band playing. Hmm. Monte Vista was one of the first self-service Otis elevators in Arizona. It's obviously been updated since, but it feels like there is still one attendant on duty. Guests have seen a hand closing the gate and have heard a voice asking which floor. Some have even seen a reflection as they exit of a man standing behind them. The Monte Vista Hotel staff is used to paranormal activity, but the guests, especially the ones that have no idea, are in for one heck of a surprise. Here's what I find so funny. You 
our resident ghost gal. Love like all things ghostly, but you've never had a ghost experience, have you? That is correct. And I'm a big chicken, so I'm like, okay, if you're out there watching me, please don't make yourself known because I will whip myself. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I would freeze and whip myself. (laughs) Which, (laughs) if that happens, oh, goodness, I hope I'm there to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, thanks. I was hoping I'd also have an audience. (laughs) To really make it a full experience. Right, right. Yeah, I need a witness for this. And it's so funny because I've been watching Ghost Whisperer. Because I didn't watch oh, it okay. back in the day. Uh-huh. But all this free time, I'm like, oh, I've been meaning to watch this. Uh-huh. Uh, and I love it. It's great. It good? Oh, I've never watched it. But I could never be the one to be like, all right, time for you to cross over. What do you need to know? What do you need to say? Right. Before it's time to go. Right. I'd be like, leave me alone. <laughs> I think if I, and we've talked about this, I've said it a hundred times, I don't necessarily believe in ghosts as in like people who have died. I believe in spirits all around us, but I don't necessarily think it's people who who have died. However, if it is people who had died, I think I would find that less scary because it's literally just people who are stuck here. Like, to me, the thought of it being a demon or something like that is much scarier than just, like, a person who just needs, like, closure or whatever. Right. And But if it were an angry ghost, that would be scary. Well, right. Because they're going to do things to disrupt your life and probably hurt you. Right. Yeah. I just find it interesting because the place we worked, literally the building you and I met at was, it, we believe it used to be an old house. We know there was like a cracked in on it mm-hmm. um, before we, former company, purchased it. And lots of people actually had some strange experiences there, including myself. I had several um, when I was there, both alone and with other people. But yet you never had any. And it's just so weird. I never did. And the weird thing is, I'm a huge Halloween fan, and I would take a Saturday, the end of September, and go in and just decorate for four to six hours. Right. And I was there by myself, and it was during the day, but the only lights I had on were in my office, so the rest of the place was dark, and, Mm -hmm. you know, walking, it's a short hallway where I worked to the bathroom, but it, it was a little creepy because my boss's office was right next to the bathroom, and it was dark, and... I remember hearing the stories. Mm-hmm. So, of course, when you're in that scenario, when you're there alone, his office is dark, you're going to the bathroom, of course, those stories are going to be, like, front most in your brain. Right. And I'm like, oh, it's just fake. It's just fake. Because I remember someone saying there was a, a ghost in his office, and it was, like, a general, like, it had, like, an old general-style yes. costume. Yep. I, I, I think two people saw that. Okay. Two people saw that. I was in the office across from yours soon after I first started, and we were playing around, saying, hey, let's, if there's a ghost here, let's, let's talk to it, let's whatever. Yeah, make yourself be known. And so we started taking pictures, like, looking for orbs. Mm -hmm. We took a couple, nothing, and I think one of us says, like, show yourself, you know, and again, we were joking around, we were having fun. Right. And the next picture we took was literally all, like, smoky and foggy, and... It was just so bizarre because it was, like, right after we said, like, show yourself. And then, you know, you, you get this, like, really ghostly looking picture. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, that was one, twice at least I had a disembodied male voice sound like somebody literally standing. Like, I almost, like, felt them standing mm-hmm. behind me and, like, say something. And I, where I was, I was on the other side of the office. And my computer, if I were, like, in the zone, 
I wouldn't necessarily know somebody had walked into my office and twice when I was there alone on a Saturday working, it felt like a man walked right up behind me and then said like, hey, in my ear. Both times, it was so real to me when I turned around and there was nobody there. I checked the whole building. Positive that one of someone else was there. Somebody else was there. And when they weren't, both times I packed up my stuff and left. Yeah, I'm done for the day. Uh huh. And these were doing a, a few times I would be there at night or stay late or something like that. But most of the time I just came in on a weekend or something to get stuff done when there was nobody there, no interruptions. And it was daytime. And even during the day, it was totally creepy. Mm hmm. Definitely. I remember one of the girls said, Oh, you should upload this app. And of course, I don't think it really worked. It's just an app. But you upload this app, and it's like a ghost finder. Oh, yeah. It looks like an EVP on your Mm -hmm. phone. It's not really an EVP. It's just an app. But we uploaded it, and then we'd walk around, and the little arm would, you know, like, go back and forth, and it was all the way to the right sometimes. Yeah. You hear static, like, oh, there's a ghost here. (laughs) Again, that was more for fun, but. Right. And it was fun. Yeah. I'm more than willing to do the stuff during the day, and I have, and, oh, there's a ghost here, and show yourself. But at night, nope. It got to a point where I didn't like to be there alone. Yeah. Just because I had this overall feeling of uneasy. The, the scariest thing, and I may have shared this before, the scariest thing I ever experienced was one time I was there. I cannot remember if it was the day or night, but I want to say it was like afternoon. I want to say it was after everybody left um, and I was just working late. And all of a sudden, I just had this feeling like, get out, get out. I just got creeped out. Mm-hmm. And so for me to leave... The employee exit was like through a kitchen, and um, which was right next to my office, and then out the back door. So I gathered my stuff up. I went out, and as I was in the kitchen, like walking towards the door, we had to set the alarm. We had to set the alarm, which always, you know, took a couple seconds or whatever. And as I'm doing that, as I'm doing everything that I have to do to get out as the last person, I hear and feel the energy of something coming towards me from around the corner. Like Mm -hmm. there was a corner around that, you know, to get into the kitchen. So uh, looking out of the kitchen, all you could see was a wall in front of you. But around that was like a hallway. And I could hear and feel something like coming at me, but it was like footsteps that were way faster than any human could make. It was like, it was like, and I could feel it. I could yeah. feel like the energy. And I could not get out fast enough. I can't explain it other than that. But it was just like whatever it was was like coming at me. And again, I don't even know. I don't even necessarily believe in that stuff. So I just think it's just kind of weird. But I have to tell you, it's the only, I had several experiences there. And it's the only place I've ever had these experiences. Ever. And several other people did too. So whatever it was... I don't know. It was real yeah, to me. Yeah, the unexplained. That's what I'll call it. Yeah. Because I don't know if it's really a ghost or not. Right. But if more than one or two people have it. Right. I mean, we didn't have a big office, but there's maybe 11 of us. Right. And at least half of those people felt something or had some right. experience. And I do believe that, like, you can get into each other's heads and be like, hey, I saw a general here. Oh, and then, oh, absolutely. Here, oh, show yourself. And, oh, look, there's some. We moved the camera too fast and we got a squiggly picture. Although this was, yes. like, smoke. Yeah. So I don't know where that came from. It just looked foggy and smoky, yeah. like we were using a fog machine. Right. It, it, there was no the fog whole, machine. There was no fog machine and nothing changed. It was throughout the whole, like, we were just standing there taking pictures of, like, the same corner. Yeah, like, click, click, click in a row. Yeah. And this one, it was, like, fog. You could still see through it. You could still see everything in the photo. It was just, like, the room was full of fog. It really did kind of creep us out. Yeah. And, again, it's during the daytime. And 
believe it was the lobby, right? And no, there, it was that office. It oh, was that office. The okay. office across from you. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because I remember doing it out in the lobby, and the lobby, it's a glass front door, so there's tons of natural light. Right. And all of a sudden, it was, there's one or two that was just foggy. Ooh, we may have done it other places, but that's where I mm-hmm. was when when the one that stood out to me. Yeah, yeah. and I know there were lots of other like little things. Like one time. I it was me and another girl there and we were the last ones there and I left and normally I would call her and be like hey I'm leaving but she was on the phone I could see that she was on the phone so I didn't let her know I was leaving and I just left and later that night she called me and she was like how late were you there and I said oh I left around this time and she was like I swear I heard you talking the whole time I was there and when I finally I heard you I heard you in your office talking on like on the phone or something but I didn't see you I didn't see the light on the phone you know you could tell when somebody was on the phone by the light so I just assumed you're on your cell phone or something like that when I left and realized I was home alone or in the office alone I wondered why have I been hearing what sounded like Cynthia talking for the last hour when right. I've been in the office alone it's just weird creepy stuff. yeah it was it was creepy so those are my ghost stories those are good creepy mm-hmm. Yeah. You never know when you're alone. So if you like ghosts, go check out the Monte Vista Hotel in Flagstaff, Arizona. And I don't think we ever are alone. I think there's like a whole spiritual world, whatever you want to call it. I think there's a whole realm of stuff around us that we can't see. Some people I think are more in tune than others. But like, do you ever just like feel like, I don't even know what it is. Maybe it's like us on another dimension. You know what I mean? Like, do you ever think about that kind of stuff? I feel like there's energy, and sometimes you're picking it up, and sometimes you're not. Yeah. There are times where I'm more in tune, and I'm like, I feel like there's something more going on here. And then there's other times I'm just totally oblivious Mm -hmm. to whatever. Well, thanks, guys, for listening. Please check out our website for pictures and for links corresponding to each episode at dollsanddoom.com. Follow us on social media and leave us a comment. And stay alive so you don't end up on the wrong side of the grass.